Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Bethel Radio Hour, where Bible study and radio collide. I am Molly Kingston, your producer, and joining me on the panel tonight is Pastor Ben Kingston, Dr. Gavin Hooks, and Mr. Ryan Mayberry. Gentlemen, riddle me this. I'm tall when I'm young, and I'm short when I'm old. What am I? Benjamin Button. What did you say? Tall tails? Uh-uh. And not Benjamin Button either. I am tall when I'm young, and I'm short when I'm old. What am I? A drink? Venom. Okay, if anyone in the audience would like to share your own answer to this question, <laughs> Andrew, I'm not saying that. Uh, text the number on the screen, and I'll give the correct answer if anyone guesses. Uh, it's a candle. There you go, Andrew. You got the right answer. Good job. We encourage all audience members to text any questions or input about all topics of discussions that we broach. As always, if you listen later online, please comment your answer on the Facebook post and then like and share so that others can join in on the fun. So like I said, Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. I get the idea that Paul was just basically going through the last two years of his life, <laughs> you know. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved there us. He is. For I am persuaded... That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Good stuff. There's a lot of gems in this chapter. Yes. Yes. So he's basically trying to keep encouraging us, uh, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then he goes through a litany of things, questioning, will tribulation do it? Will distress do it? Will persecution do it? Will famine do it? Will nakedness do it? Will peril sword? His presence right. there, testimony to all those. That's right. And he had been through most if not all of those yeah that's what i'm getting at his right. testimony at right. this essential like you said his last two months of his life right uh, been there done that here he's I am. got the t-shirt you know uh now i will confess to you that, that the next two things though have always kind of it, it seemed like almost an end around uh for thy sake we were killed all the day long we were counted as sheep for the slaughter that's really not where i thought he was going with this <laughs> you know because the first and the last is positive, you know. Hmm. None of these things are going to separate you from the love of Christ. And uh, he's persuaded that, you know, he goes through another litany list of all the things that cannot, will not separate you. But in the meantime, we're killed all the day long and we're counted as sheep for the slaughter. I think it kind of fits what we talked about last week, too, in that, you know, he's not talking about here on the earth. He's talking about long term because he openly acknowledges you're going to be persecuted here. 
but ultimate justice will prevail Correct. in the long run. Right, and probably one of the more point, poignant, uh, it'll come to me, quotes that I've heard in my day, and I can't remember now who the preacher was that I heard it. He said, they crucified Jesus. Why do you and I expect any less? Mm. Okay. You know, when you stand before the world and say, oh, we love you, but by the way, you're a sinner. You're completely 100% deserving of hellfire for the rest of the rest of your life. The good news is Jesus died on the cross for your sins. They only have two options. Accept the gospel or crucify you. <laughs> That's it. Right. That's it. And most of our world takes option number two. You know, let's shut him up. Right, because then they don't have to change. That's right. Uh, That's right. You know, we've seen the gloves come off, in my opinion, since COVID. And COVID, I think, was the start of it. I, I, you know, was dumbfounded when I read this story on Fox News about some scientist or atheist in Canada that was blaming all the Christians because you just don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, you you just don't care because you're going to heaven. So, so you're just writing off. You're, you're, you're basically condemning all the rest of us because you won't wear masks. You, you won't stay at home. And so you're condemning the rest of us to this sickness in the name of, I'm going to heaven. Why should I care? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's emotional blackmail. Well, you sure it is. Trying to make you feel bad. Sure it is. Where you think and, you're only a good person if you right. don't go to church. Yeah. Right. That's right. And, and, of course, you know. The, the, and it wasn't true. I the mean, the I, mean-spirited I, person in me wanted to go, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you know, yeah, you nailed it, pal. <laughs> because I, I, I didn't. Pastor Ben. I know. I didn't fear the way the world did, you know. And, yeah. and most of us, if not all of us Christians. And most of the people talk, took that as not caring. Correct. It, and it, but it's not. But, but it's not, not at all. Thing. Right. And, and it's faith, you know, is what it is. Um, but so, and I'm not trying to get, you know, sidetracked with COVID. I'm just saying I I saw the gloves come off from the world. And the bottom line is if we live our lives for Christ, we will at some point to some level experience persecution and we should expect it. Mm -hmm. And I think we should be prepared for it to some level. I certainly don't believe we should avoid it. I don't believe we should close our, you know, uh, stop our tongue to avoid it and all that. Also, don't think we should just go out there poking bear after bear after bear. I, I think that's n- not really what God wants us to do either. You know, I, I say almost every Sunday, these are the very people we're trying to reach. You know, we're, we're trying to love everybody and such of that nature. Well, but no. if you stand for Christ, you, you're going to draw fire. Right. Well, and I've heard, I think it was you who said that the Bible is offensive enough as it is, right. there's no need to add to it. That's right. And there's, in in the in the same vein though, in the in the ways that it it um, offends, it inspires too. Mm-hmm. So oh, so wow. the, in this passage alone, who right. shall separate us from love of Christ? Right. This is the verse I want to start with with somebody I'm, I've been praying for to get sal- salva- salvation. They're struggling. As anybody would who doesn't know the Lord, even people who know the Lord struggle with with depression with. Um, anxiety, anxiety is an epidemic of it in our country right now. This is the, I mean, he asked, does distress separate us from the love of God? Keep thinking on these things. I mean, you know, what's over good? What's over is good? What's over is pure? You're going to learn those things from Scripture. And this is one of those verses that just, 
is a good place to start with somebody. When you know Jesus Christ, you experience a love that's worth changing for mm. and a love that can change you. Right. Changes your destiny, changes all the things that you want about life, change. Um, yeah. Well, and I, I love the his response here. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loveth loved us and and then he again launches into another you know litany of uh, positive things I, i'm persuaded and and that is something that that i think that we overlook as what a real benefit of spending time with god is when you and i spend time with god we're giving him permission we're giving him opportunity to persuade us and, and it's, that's what his spirit does. And that's what his word does. It persuades us. I've got you. You, you, you are my child. And, and, and I, I mean good for you. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I know my plans for you and the such. For I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I'm I'm reminded, and I keep coming back to this, uh, the Ravi Zacharias devotional about the two men on the Emmaus Road when they were talking to Jesus and they were unaware that it was Jesus. And he basically inquired, what, what are you talking about? And this was after Mary had said, he's gone, he's risen, you know. And uh, they look at Jesus like he's got three heads and say, are you the only man in this area that doesn't know what's going on? And the absolute irony in that, he was the only man in the mm -hmm. world that knew exactly what had went on in the last 72 hours, you know, type thing. It's funny, it all came clear when they, yeah. when they sat down with him. That, yeah, spend that time with the Lord. It all came to him. So why do you guys think at the beginning of verse 38 where it says, okay, so this whole section, he's basically laying out things that make sense that someone in ancient times would think would separate them from God, you know, heights. Or depths, you know, obviously, physically, they'll separate you from things. Principalities and powers, that makes sense. Why do you think he says angels? He says, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, heights, depths. Why do you think, why would the assumption be that an angel would keep you from God? What, what do you guys I think I think he that? was covering all the bases. Yeah. Spiritual you know, powers. Good, bad, anything. Yeah. It, Spiritual anything, powers. Yeah. Physical powers. It, in, in other words, if you can think about it, it can't do it, you know. I, I wonder, too, though, Ryan... Do you think that he was intimating that there could be another fall of angels, or do you think he was just including the fallen angels in that word? I'm not sure. Maybe that is. I didn't think about the fallen angels because when I thought angels, I thought you know someone, the another good guys. being that yeah exactly the good at guys. God's command. But, See, but, I, th mm. I think of the bad guys. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, because mm. when you think of this whole phrasing here, uh, principalities—that's <coughs> Ephesians chapter six. Mm. You know, the powers of darkness and, and the such. Um, you know, so, <clears throat> I, and guys, I am not in angelology or whatever you want to call it, but it does interest me in the such. There is a hierarchy in Ephesians that's listed. Principalities, powers, you know, and such. So the people that have dove deeply into this believe that the devil has a hierarchy. Uh, they believe that Franklin County, for instance, has a demon that is over Franklin County. Now, a lot of time, I, and again, I don't necessarily, you know, 
buy into this as much as I'm just telling you that there's this. It's a theory. Yeah. And, and, and I think it fits in here that, that, that if that is the case, he's including that situation in this that doesn't matter. Doesn't no matter, matter what's the rank of the. Right. Yeah. And, and when you draw from Daniel, you know, the angel that was dispatched to go and answer Daniel's question was he fought the uh, prince of Persia until he got loose and the such. So I guess what I'm getting at is that, excuse me, when I think about that particular, it my mind goes right to Ephesians and that, that hierarchy, whether they're the princes or the rank and file or the flunkies, gotcha. they're not going to be able to stop. Makes sense. Yeah. And, and it's again, it's interesting, you know. Uh, I, I don't believe that God has called us to fight individual demons. I believe that when you face something like that, you cry out to God and he fights those demons and just, such. Just an interesting observation here in that passage. Let me get to it where I can read it. So, well, Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm convinced neither death nor life, ne neither angels nor demons. So NIV, NIV. Yeah, I was about to mention that, that too. Demons, yeah. Yeah. Um, neither present nor the future nor any powers. Is it interesting that the past is not listed there? Mm. Mm. So, so nothing in the past is even worth men mentioning here. Because it's been taken care of with the cross. Taken care of. It doesn't exist. And That's, it shouldn't. Right? It shouldn't have influence or sway over you, good or bad. Look, that, that's look like the old boy that was, he says, how you doing? He says, oh, well, fine under the circumstances. Well, what are you doing under there? <laughs> Let get, it go. Get out of there. <laughs> that's what I got. Yeah. Well, and just the way that the NIV is written, it just makes me think that he, like you said, was covering all the, it's a lot more poetic. Like I look at it as yeah. more of a poetic type. Um, he's using some Something to element yeah. there, mm -hmm. death nor life, mm -hmm. angels nor demons, so good and bad for both of them. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, for me, I would have even put the, the principalities, of course, the principalities is not even in NIV. It just says um, any powers. But I would almost separate that as like one is spiritual and then one is physical. So principalities could be the spiritual and powers yeah. could be uh, the physical Rome. powers, literally. Rome yeah, Caesar. The governments. I the wondered people. about that too, yeah. Yeah. Very good. All right, awesome. Um, so that is the end of chapter eight. Are we moving on to chapter nine? Uh, uh, sure. Okay, cool. We'll do. We'll <laughs> not tonight. Not not tonight. <laughs> no, not tonight. Next week. Okay. Um, I I just couldn't remember if we were doing chapter nine. I was just double checking. Yes, on air. So current event. <laughs> I don't have one because I don't watch. You got a poopery of them. Oh, that's a good because I, I haven't been. I've got one, but let's hear go, your. Go, go ahead, did you go. say poopery or popery? Popery. Popery. Okay, just checking. Uh, how about sensible prepping? Okay, sensible prepping. How many of you were affected by last Thursday's AT and T and others? Outage? None. I mean, I was not. You weren't. No. No, I was. I mean, could have been, but realistically, wasn't. Yeah. Type of thing. I lost my ability to use my phone for about four hours. It, and I mean, you know, I, I basically talked myself off the ledge, but but I, you know, I, I started kind of, sort of, maybe freaking out. You yes. know, there, there's nothing. What, what if I got to get a hold of Don and my phone doesn't work? I'm gonna have to drive all the way to St. Clair. <laughs> you know, and I was in Union at the time. Well, well, what happens if what if it's all down right now? 
never going to come back up. We, right. The EMP has, or PM, whatever it is. Whatever. Yeah, it's went off, and our phones are dead. And and so I went to the store there in Union, and there were other people. I mean, it was crowded. And uh, they had put a sign up on the thing saying there's a pretty much nationwide yeah, outage. And AT&T, for whatever reason, has been you know, hit pretty hard. Some of the others, too, a little bit, but not as bad as AT&T. So their, their claim that it was an upgrade of their, or an update of their system is not true. If, if other systems were involved, mm -hmm. then they're just making that up. Yeah, yeah. So I've not heard a good reason as to why yet. So what, what I heard the official response from AT&T was that they were up, updating their system and, that, and they, it, there's Kinda a glitch. snag in it, yeah. yeah. Backlashed. So... I thought that was interesting. So, so, so let's talk about this just for a second. And this is, you know, y'all may or may not know this, but this group here meets together every Sunday uh, at Joanne's house. So this is something I'd love for us to talk about. Because uh, another thing that has happened recently because of the AI stuff is a family got a call, FaceTime call, uh -huh. from their daughter uh -huh. that she had been kidnapped mm -hmm. and they needed a sum of money by such and so time or she was going to be gone. It was all AI generated. It was all AI generated. And it wasn't we know. the best AI, so it tipped them off, you know. And and they actually did get a hold of their daughter, and she was like, I'm, I'm at school. I'm, I'm fine, you know. So, but what I'm getting at is that, in my humble opinion, family units need to kind of sort of be prepared for that, you know. And, and I, God forbid it would be some really young children, but, you know, if it's if it's – anywhere from 14 and up, I would like to think that mom or dad could say, okay, babe, what's the word? And if the AI goes, <laughs> you, know, you, you got them, you know, but if the kid goes, tomato, then you go, oh, Lord, we got to get some money, you know, uh, and, and the such. So I think it would be good to prep with your families to have a word. And not have it on anything electronic if you're going to be. Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You put these in the yeah. Faraday bag. Before you have your meeting, does Fair. a does a does a uh, um, whoops hold on a <laughs> microwave or a refrigerator work if you don't have a Faraday bag? I, microwave supposedly does, but I don't know. I wouldn't okay. turn it on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody warming up cheese dip. If you turn it on, I guarantee you that you won't get any message. Oh, yeah, exactly. If you yeah, yeah. <laughs> so some sort of way to separate yourself from those phones when you come up with that word. I think that would be wise. That, that's just some sort of sensible prepping. Uh, and, then, and then I think that the family also have, ought to have some sort of plan that, God forbid, if our communications do go down, where's the meeting place? You know, all, all that neat stuff. Just some sort of sensible prepping. Does everybody Sen know what a Faraday bag is? Does anybody know what a Faraday bag is? You ought to have one. A few. Yeah, keep, I don't have your, one yet, but it's on my keep list. Keep all your memory in it. Yeah, you know, just roll, roll it up and put your memory cards, uh, external hard drives, all that stuff. Put it inside of the Faraday bag, and, and it essentially keeps protects out it. all. Yeah, yeah. protects it. Uh, but it also keeps. You know, if you put your phone in the Faraday bag, then you can have whatever conversation you want, and they can't hear you. Yeah. So, uh, bug out bag. Do you, do you have a bug out bag ready to go? And, and I will let you determine what goes in that bug out bag because, I mean, what? that would that take three to four years of shows. Bug out. So the fit hits the shan. <laughs> and you got to run. <laughs> and you got to run. Okay. Every one of your family 
grabs a bag and it's got a week's worth of food in it. It's got water, again, medicine, whatever you want in it. Change of underwear. <laughs> Uh, a, a book with information and knowledge, you know, what's edible in the forest, mm. stuff yeah. like that, yeah. you know. And then a bug-in bag. When it, you're staying home and right. locking up. Right, and, and and it wouldn't really be a bag, but bug-in preparation. Yeah. You know, this is something that I didn't know because, again, I'm just looking into this stuff. Uh, you need to have one gallon of water per person per day for a week. You know, it could, that, that take care. Cause we got a crick. We got a crick. Yeah, well, then yeah. you need a bio, yeah, you need you know, a bio thing uh, so that you can clean the water. Um, or boil it. Yeah, sure, sure. But then you got to, if, if everything's fire. down. Fire. Right. Do you have a way to make that fire? So on and so forth. So th- that's just my, I thought nope. that would be fun good, to talk about. Good talk. Are you, you you I just think it's funny that you're calling all of this sensible, and I'm just thinking sensible prepping in when I was, you know, ten was where how do we get out of the house to fire, right? <laughs> and now we're talking about how to prepare ourselves for AIs pretending to kidnap your children and and but don't I mean, come and a long way. Right disagree the with it? No, no, no. I oh, just okay. think it's crazy yeah, that that's sensible prepping things, right yeah. now. Right, right. Yeah. That's a good point. Very sad. Yeah. yeah, sensible prepping when you were ten was is the hoe sharp. <laughs> yes. Do we have seed? <laughs> you know, now it's, yep. you know, do you have an AR? <laughs> 3,000 rounds, you know. And I'm kidding. I'm We're going to be dinged on Apple. Not that I'm Apple. saying that that's not <laughs> I'm kidding. Some people's there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uncle Gavin? You, you prepare for you. That's right. But you should have food and water at yeah. least for three weeks. Uh, so, so mine's just a potpourri. I just ran across a bunch of... One of my sources, a bunch of medical breakthroughs here, or, or breakthroughs per se. They've got a cure for the mosquito bite now, and a USB a thing, device that, yeah. Wait, yeah. a USB device. That's what it said. Like I have USB to device. plug it into myself. N- n- no, I'm not sure that works. I'm gonna have to <laughs> do a little bit of reading. Not, maybe next week I'll tell you about that one. Okay. I have a cure for it too. It's called a SWAT. <laughs> but it still itches once the oh, mosquito yeah. point. Good point. So I kind of like scratching. They've developed a new <laughs> nanoparticle that will stimulate the regrowth of nerve. I ain't nerves. putting no nanos in my body. Man. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. I've but seen too many movies. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a severed spinal cord, you Ooh. might do that. So it regrows. Right. It regrows nerves. It reconnects. Wait, nerves. wait a minute. Okay, that is really. We've cool. left the mosquito bite though, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So okay. some new one. This, this, is like, a, this is the poopery. I, was I hate to about see some. a mosquito that could snap my spine. <laughs> 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 you saw them in Minnesota. Yeah, no doubt. Oh yeah, those are squadron of those things coming in. Uh, so, so nanoparticles that they can give you that will help reconnect nerve endings. Okay. Um, there's a new. Um, they they call it a vibrating molecule that they inject in your body and it finds a cancer cell, then they shine light on it and it vibrates and kills the, the cancer cell. Okay. Pretty interesting science there. Um, sur- it's stimulated by a certain wavelength of light and they focus that wavelength of light I've on them. I've seen that too. And then they, they claim too that it, it has to be their specific wavelength. So it's not like, you know, you walk outside and they start <laughs> activating, you know. It's got to be activated. That's good purpose. to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Blow out your spleen. <laughs> Sunlight. Deaf, uh, so there's a new gene therapy for deaf children. They actually give them a, an injection, um, and the, they start to hear within a few hours, I think, wow. start hearing noises. Um, 
And uh, this is what everybody needs is a heat exchanger mask for when you're outside in sub-zero weather so you can breathe, mm -hmm. keep your body heat. It helps retain you your go. body heat. <laughs> this is some interesting yeah. breakthroughs. That's cool. Did you just Google that? Or? Look, so one of my sources, I, I, I go to uh, dyspepsiageneration.com. It's got a huge variety of <coughs> topics. And just looked at their, break, their news that you can use section. Hmm. I like cool. that. Dyspepsia. What is dyspepsia? Uh, upset stomach. I thought so. I was like, maldigestion. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting name. It, like I see, it's got a, a broad spectrum of topics that they address. Pretty I'm Googling how to raise potatoes and Gavin's Googling mosquito bites and <laughs> spinal cords. I love it. There's a difference a in the intellect side. there for sure. <laughs> Wide gap. Like a chasm. Lord help. <laughs> Aim higher. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I just read that on an article. I mean, there you go. <laughs> I'm impressed. Do you have any, Ryan? Not really. I had one, but it was, it's not very good. <laughs> okay, fine. We, won't have, we now, don't have now to. Now we're interested. <laughs> I was, well, I was just going to say that it's like, better than I mine. get on like YouTube shorts or whatever, and you scroll through, and any of them that have text are a trap, because if you stop for 10 seconds to read whatever, it doesn't matter what it is, you could hate it by the time you get done reading it. But once you've read it, you're going to get... You know, a million more just like it on your it's feet. It's so annoying. Yeah. But, you know, I get these all the time, you know, Gen Z complaining about how the millennials and baby boomers <laughs> had it so, you know, back in 2008, <laughs> if I could have been, you know, buying property instead of in diapers, I could be making I get so tired of those. Just quit whining and go make something of yourself. Yep. I mean, I know times are hard, yep. obviously. Everyone knows that. Yep. But and you nobody's like You're still not fighting a world, world war. Yeah. A world <laughs> war. Yep. Okay. Very good. I don't have one. So, um, mystery topic. I think we are between Br Brad. Take my name off of there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. I failed tonight. Or you can just spin it, and then if it chooses me, then you can spin it again. <laughs> or just pick somebody. Or that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> Let's make it fun. Oh, dang. I didn't have one either, but I was waiting to see if it could be. Oh, okay. So, oh. Uncle Gavin. <laughs> so, uh, Process of elimination. Just ask. Listen, the millennials had a huff, rough week when we were prepared. So, my, I don't know why this came to the top of the heap for me, but thinking about all the things that COVID changed, in some cases, overnight and some cases now we're still seeing kind of trickling down mm. as as an effect uh, I, I my personal industry changed overnight mm. yeah. so so we went from the way we've done business for a century to pause only in the pause only in the clinic was the the, the term they gave the the state veterinarian our state uh, association leader put out a Facebook video, everybody went to it, and overnight everybody stopped uh, having clients come in and just go out and get their, their pet and bring them in and then take them back out. Hmm. Just overnight, I mean, it was literally within, so we had the three week uh, flatten the curve, and then yes. as soon as that was over, uh, the so-called flattening the curve, we started. So, so it was that quick that, that developed a new way to do business <coughs> Uh, Sam's Club did the same thing, seniors only before 10 a.m. Uh, so w went into, I mean, it's just so fast that all that happened. Everything went from cash, cash was, 
contaminated uh, thing that you would mm. pass around to credit cards. So it was something you put in a machine and took out yourself, and they even handed it to you on a stick. <laughs> don't get close to me. Then yes. the drive-through. Did you ever get one of those? <laughs> I always thought that was hilarious. You go to like stick. Taco Bell or something, and they would hold out a bucket for you to drop your card <laughs> yes. in, and then they'd pick it up out of the bucket as if it's any different than just handing it. To you. <laughs> <laughs> or or just hold the the whole device out the, there and the, you put it yeah, in, in the, the reader. The, the reader. Um, the hand gel, remember the everybody yelling to get hand gel um, overnight in oh, those yeah. industries. You that, couldn't find it. And uh, companies that just completely converted from yeah, alcohol to Yeah, I was going to say the alcohol companies uh, that started making the Germix, um, which it was horrible. We got a lot of that at the school. Yes. And, and we don't use it. We've <laughs> thrown a lot of it terrible. away. It does. Uh, and I, every time I bought hand gel, I didn't know what I was going to get. I mean, what the smell was mm -hmm. or if it was oily or if it was actually, you know, gel that was going to um, evaporate. Uh, so uh, just the, the changes that happened during that time. Now, now we're still, we went from about 30% of our transactions, cash or check, to 3% of our uh, transactions, cash or check, uh, like like I said, in, in inside a few weeks. And we're still almost that pr proportion since then. Do you let clients in now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for, for a lot. We were one of the first clinics to, to start letting up. me back in. Cool. But Did you get any pushback from your clients? No. Um, a pre precious few argued either way. Yeah. Um, and when they did, I usually just approach, please just ask, ask you for patience and respect for other people. Yeah. Um, and we had no problem. So you're talking about uh, people complaining about wearing masks. I had no problem wearing a mask, if, yeah. especially if somebody was uncomfortable um, with us being in. And senior, uh, we have some very old uh, clients. Sure. I you don't want any question about them getting something yeah. from us. So, yeah. um, of course, we respected their, their age. An so. abundance of caution. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why not? Um, so, so we, you, that was just in the marketplace. It completely changed our election system. Oh, and um, our education system. Education system. Our church changed for a period of time. Um, so it just changed so much at, at one time. And we're still, uh, some of that's still spinning out. Oh, uh, Phil, Dr. Phil went to the mat with the view on oh. that uh, either this week or last week because uh, he, he said straight up, we failed our kids. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and, and they're like, whoa, whoa, we were trying to save their lives. No, and, and <laughs> you're yeah, trying to save yourself. Right. And, and Dr. Phil said the least, the group of people that were least likely to suffer from this, we made them stay, stay home. Mm -hmm. We didn't care if their home was safe. Hmm. We didn't care. We made them stay home. Mm -hmm. And so he, he stuck to his guns, uh, you know, amidst the... That folks that are hard to that's speak. a very interesting element of this too how many people got the message my job isn't essential right right you know, about 90 percent of us school yeah. isn't essential church right. isn't essential church right. is right. if essential. the government right. could come just shut them down why would i even bother right. yeah so that, that was a real dark side of what came sure. out of this too and reestablishing the the importance of that i i said it several times and sometimes in public posts there's every job is essential every it's job. essential to the people you serve and, it, and it's and, essential and to the, the person who work. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They need to. Yeah. They need to know. Yeah. I need to show up. Yeah. You know, Amen. your work matters. Amen. So much impact. Mm -hmm. It was. Okay. Um, we're gonna be finishing early tonight. Break. Take it or leave it.
I do have one of those, so take it or Why don't leave you it. start? Yeah, the uh, self-checkout. What do you think? Take I it. I thought the same thing. That was going to be one of my... Oh, really? That, take yeah. it. You like it? Yeah, because I don't want to talk to people. Though, had it? Yeah, I was just curious how yeah. you feel about it. Because, you know, there's arguments on both sides. You know, yeah. the one side, you know, is so much more convenient yeah. and you don't have to talk to people. That's <laughs> the, big, <laughs> the biggest one. And then I'll the other side is, well, if... You know, I'm not getting paid to bag these groceries, so why should I have to do yep. it type of thing? I have both sentiments. I yeah. really do. <laughs> yeah. when, when I'm in a hurry and I, I see five people in the line over here and I got a, there's an empty one for me to, so I have, I have, I'm, uh, yeah. What I, what I appreciate on the other side is that, like, I understand that it's frustrating that they no longer man the cash registers anymore. They, they force you almost to do self-checkout. Mm -hmm. So that way, the, the lines are always people who want to, true, right. they're always Contribute long because they, they don't have people working them anymore, which it was good. Like it was a good move, a strategic move for the um, grocery stores to have it because then they don't have to pay Walmart. all those people. Yeah. I, I appreciate the option. Yes. But, but what I'm sitting here laughing about, no stores will be named, but some stores apparently don't either aren't willing to hire tech people that can produce Keep these machines going, yeah. <laughs> because you know there's a certain type of store in this area that and it's never running i know it's which one never running, running. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is very true yeah yeah I've, i'm kind of falling between like you like uh -huh. i like to have the option i think it's a it's a good thing because it keeps costs down which you know keeps costs down uh, for the customer long term i too, mean so. how safe and please praise the lord but how safe of an area do we live in when you can go into a store and they ain't nobody in there. No one. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, they're in there. But they're but hit, hit they're, they're smoke break or something. Right. <laughs> you know? And, and, and I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man, if I was a criminal. <laughs> I mean, you could just have a heyday. And I know exactly what story <laughs> you're talking about. Yeah. I know we've got the technology to do this. But if you walk out with something that's not been checked, you get tased one time. <laughs> <laughs> so. And, and right. show just videos, just a, stru uh, a mm -hmm. loop of video of those people getting tased. <laughs> Shoplifters be warned, and then just have a reel of it going. You can constantly. literally go on YouTube and um, type in Baker Mayfield getting tased in Arkansas. <laughs> and for an Arkansas boy, any Oklahoma former quarterback getting tased, I, I'd watch that all day. <laughs> Pay to watch. You, you can also just uh, accidental tasings, yeah. like some some guy on YouTube. Don't tase me, man! Don't tase me. He was drinking me. a soda, and he, he had it in his other hand and touched the bottom of his can. And oh <laughs> no! It was hilarious. Unfortunate. I don't want to reproduce it. I'd have to fall on the floor here. <laughs> All right, who's next? This is take it or leave it. Uh, oh, sorry. Take it or leave it. This weather <coughs> is welcome, no matter what the month. Who's welcome? This weather. weather or today's. <laughs> Well, right. Yeah, and I th even thought about that when I wrote this. I actually wrote yeah. it yesterday, and I thought, it, it ain't going to be nice weather tomorrow. But uh, still, you know, we had 70, 80 degrees yesterday. Nice. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we've had 60s, and we've had, you know, high 50s. It's been – we need some rain, but it's been really nice weather the last couple of weeks. Terrible for sap, but uh, great for enjoying just the weather. So I, and I, Best I can tell, according to Wonderground, we're going to have some really nice days coming, you know, as well. So, I, yeah, I would take that weather, but I don't want the ups and downs that we're having, you know, sure. where it's in the 20s and then sure. in the 80s and then 20s and 80s. And yeah, yeah. And not enough snow to get us out of school. Right. A Rockwood out of Dang. school. Right. Get St. Clair out every time. Bummer. 
Well, what's funny is when I moved up here years ago, everybody thought they were so clever. Oh, it's in Missouri. Just wait 15 minutes. You'll get <laughs> Every state says Every that. State Every state says that. <laughs> Every state says that. So I took that. I took the weather thing to a, a little, the next level. Would, would you rather live in a state where the weather never changed? You always had the, the, the climate that you wanted. You moved to that area where you, you had either the tropical climate, the cool climate, or the... Um, a consistent climate or one where you can have all four climates in one day. What, in so one day. <laughs> one day. That's what, what we had what, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it was 80 degrees yesterday. Yeah. And then today. Rain. You know, right. We 25 20 degrees. This 25, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. I, I don't I like either of those options. <laughs> I like the four seasons just on one day. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's fine. Spread it out a little bit. Yep. Well, what would have been fitting, because I can't tell you how many times opening day trout season has been super cold you know mm -hmm. low 30s mm -hmm. high 20s because literally you're beating ice out of the eyelets of your fishing pole because <laughs> you can't cast because yeah. you know it just freezes <laughs> so anyway too cold did you have one no i, I told you i was not at all prepared oh, tonight <laughs> um proverbs or psalms yep uh, so Proverbs 27, uh, 1 and 2, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise thee, and not thine own mouth, a stranger, and not thine own lips. So trust in the Lord for today, and don't worry about tomorrow, and live your life in such a way that others will do the bragging for you. Very good. We are ending early tonight because it is a gospel presentation for Awana, and we have to be... We are out of this, off of the stage, so they can come down and do that. Um, before we close, though, we want to do, uh, like I said, do a maximum prayer effort. I know Dad wants to pray. If any of the other panelists would like to pray once you are done, I will close us out. And since we have a little time here, um, it, it's amazing, you know, how God is working and, and, and what He's doing. Uh, I have had some personal opportunity. I shared it a little bit Sunday morning in first, second service uh, with a, a recent, you know, situation in our community. And I am counseling with those folks. And it's just, it's going famously. They're very receptive. Um, you know, I've talked to you, Gavin. Uh, I basically read the things that you sent me today. And we just, you know, tried to uh, flesh them out and things of that nature. And so uh, we started Sunday. We kicked off a maximum prayer effort campaign with our church to uh, pick a 30-minute slot uh, for each family or person, and we're hoping to fill up 24 hours. Uh, we're a long ways from that, but, you know, we'll keep working at it till it happens. And so... And that's every day? Every that's day. 24-hour pray. prayer covers what we're hoping Amen. for. Yep. And so if you uh, are listening out there and, and you want to go on that, all you got to do is reach out to Molly, and we'll get you on the board type yep. deal. Yep. All right. I'd like to pray to you when you're... Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. Lord, we love you. We thank you for uh, Bethel Radio Hour. We praise you for all the folks that are in our audience and those that uh, listen online uh, through BethelLondale.com. Uh, we ask you right now, Lord, to uh, prepare uh, the person that's going to present the gospel uh, at, during our WANA time, and we pray that those that are ready, uh, they understand that they're a sinner, they understand that they deserve eternal punishment, but they also understand that Jesus died on the cross for their sins. We just beg and pray for your Holy Spirit to brood over them and call them. And maybe someone that's listening right now uh, through BethelLongdale.com, if they have never, ever prayed to receive Christ, we beg that they would do that right now. 
that they would ask you uh, to forgive them of their sins, to come into their heart and be their Savior. I thank you, Father, for the gospel. I thank you for the simplicity of it. And I thank you for the power of your spirit uh, to do this work. Uh, this is nothing that we can do. All we can do is present it. <coughs> you must convict and you must save. And we praise you for doing just that. In Jesus' name. As we continue, Lord, I want to spe specifically um, mention and, and uh, pray for the, the young the, the young boys and girls who don't have an adult that attends here, Lord. They sometimes feel like that's a barrier to them coming into your family. I pray that you just uh, make a personal invitation to those that are ready and help us to uh, make them feel welcome in your family. I uh, pray that the family members of that young person would also come to know you if they don't. Um, help us to reach out to the, the families that are not connected here and help help them to understand that they're welcome to your family. I ask this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Please invite your friends, neighbors, and relatives next week and share the word on your socials. Thank you all and good night. Good night. <laughs>